Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You might have missed it last night. If you did, you missed it because Anthony Edwards put on a show 40 points as the Timberwolves found a way to beat Portland. Uh, the first time in like 16 years they've won twice at Portland. Now, it, it didn't hurt that Damian Lillard was not playing for Portland because he's their star. But what is Anthony Edwards? Trent Tucker, how are you? Good, Mike. How are you? Good. Who uh, Who is Anthony Edwards? What's his ceiling? What do you see? Well, you know, the physical talent is there for sure. We all know that. And I think for him to become a consistent all-star type player, consistency on a nightly basis has to be there. And that will come with age. And that would come with time. But when you talk about a guy that has a chance to be really, really good for a long time, he has the talent to do that. Okay, so when you're a young player like he, he's got this confidence. I, I, you know, today, today, last night after the game, he said, uh, not this year, but next year I'll, I'll be ready to be the MVP of the league. I, I don't think he's trying to put it in anybody's face. I think he just says it because he kind of thinks that. I, I, don't, I don't sense that he's a bad teammate, but you always have to be weary of that when you're in your second year. What do veterans want from a kid that has that much talent in terms of his persona? Well, they want him to, to kind of have that, that confidence that, you know, he can become the best player in the league. And he's a guy that, on a nightly basis, that you can depend on, you know, to have consistency on both ends of the floor. And, and also his practice habits and the things that he, that he does away from the game would also, would also go a long way and determine, you know, how good he's going to be over the next five to ten years. Does it help when you have uh, players around you that have so much money that they don't have to care about a lot of that stuff anymore? So it's not as if, hey, I'm not getting paid if uh, if he ends up being the star. Does that help to an extent that you, that you, you know these contracts are so enormous that that some players can just say, I'm, I don't care who's the best player because I got mine. Well, I, I think the contract goes out the door when you when you talk about being a competitor. Mm-hmm. The, the contracts are there. You know, they're going to get paid. They all know that. But once, you know, once you sign the deal, now it's all about playing and who becomes the best player and which guys can you count on on a nightly basis to get the job done, you know, to help the role players fit into a, to a situation where they can help you as well. You know, Mike, you know, you know as well as I do, a team is like a big puzzle. And you have to make sure you can that you can put all the right pieces to complete the puzzle, so you can find success. 
Now, Carl Anthony Towns was quick to point out that the the play for that it was goaltending that ended it that, that won it for the Wolves last night. D'Angelo Russell went in and got. It. He was quick to point out that they were running the play for him, but it just didn't materialize. So, so Russell was Plan B. Do you like Cats want the ball at the end of the game? Do you think he has the the, the right spirit that way? And, and and should they be isolating him for the final play, or should that go to Edwards? What what, what should that be? Well, you have to have you know a number one guy at the end of the game for sure and if he is the number one guy well yeah you want him to be confident that he can get it done but also you need two or three other guys you know that can perform in those situations as well because when the defense takes away option number one you have to be able to to expand your offense and find option number two and three and knowing that those guys are good enough to deliver in the, in the clutch. And do you think the Wolves have that right now? Do they have ample guys that can make plays? Or how, how would you categorize them? Or is it just three? Well, right now you, you always believe that you need two top guys and a third guy have to emerge. And when they brought over D'Angelo Russell, you know, he and Carl Anthony Towns, they were they was tagged as the, as the duo, as the dynamic duo that was going to carry this team. And now you drafted Anthony Edwards a year ago, so he has become, you know, that completion of uh, of the three of the three headed monster. And they believe they have three guys that they can go to at any given time. You know, they can put up big time numbers to to make things work. Sasha Gupton is now the uh, general manager with the dismissal of Gerson Rosas, of course, earlier. Trent Tucker, what what does he have to prove to prove that he deserves that job as the general manager? Well, to to keep the team doing what they're doing now, and right now they are a play-in team. You know, at this stage, being I think number seven in the Western Conference, there are so many teams that are so close together. So they know now they have to stay sharp and be consistent on a nightly basis and focus in on the things they have to do, because one good week, Mike, you can go from seven to five. Yeah. Or a bad week the other way. And what back you 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 can go from seven to eleven. Yeah. So, and it's a good place for them to be because this team hasn't been in this situation for a very long time. I think the fans are very excited right now about where the team stands. Is because they believe they have a legitimate chance to be a playoff team for the first time in a long time. Now, if um, if you're trying to make a deal, then at the deadline to help yourself, what's the deal? What, what do you see? Who, who are you looking for? Who would you give up on this roster that has value? Well, if you can find a veteran, you know, they can come in off the bench and, and provide stability. A, a veteran big man off. or what? Because they got Beverly as, as a guard and, and, and Beasley, I guess. Are, are they, guards, guards look like they're fortified, don't they? Well, you know, Beverly is, is, is a guy that, that his, playoff, his playoff success came from being on very, very good teams. So yep. he was he was never he was never, you know, the main guy as a veteran at playoff time to come in and get you fifteen, twenty points, you know, in a series. You need a veteran guy, you know, that can come in that has proven success as a playoff player, a guy that can help manage the locker room, keep the young guys focused, and someone, you know, that can elevate his play come playoff time. So do you go searching for uh, a number four, a number five, a big guy that shot blocker protects the rim? Is that what you're looking for? You know, you're looking for a guy that can do a little bit of everything, you know, and I don't think the position matters at this time. Mm. 
Uh, so you are looking for a guy that can give you a punch. You know, when I was in Chicago, you know, we were looking for veteran guys that could come in and play behind the starters. And whether it was playing behind Michael Jordan or Scottie Pippen or B.J. Armstrong, you know, you wanted guys that could come in and function. We, know, we knew that we weren't going to get, you know, 15- to 20-minute runs. It was going to be four or five minutes here or there. And, and can those guys function within those four or five-minute spans so that the team doesn't lose any steam? Or can these guys give us a boost and put us up by six or eight points before the starters come back in? Now, now, were guys that came over, were they scared of Michael Jordan when they got there? What, what, what were they like? No. I mean, because, you know, you always respect the best player. And you know who the best player is. The only thing you're trying to do now is to play your role. And you know that at some point in time, if you're good enough to be on a team that has a chance to win the championship, your number will get called. And you just want to make sure that you're ready to deliver. You're not going to get a lot of time, Mike, you know, to get yourself together. So that's why it's great to have veteran guys on the team because when they have a limited playing time, they know how to take care of themselves off the court so that when their number is called, they can step in and perform. Uh, go for basketball. A uh, big win uh, over the weekend, uh, a depleted lineup, and they find a way to beat Rutgers. Uh, tomorrow night they get Ohio State. Uh, assess this year and in, in, in what what you see. And, uh, again, it's, it's a strange place that they're at because they're going to lose a lot of these guys that they got from the transfer portal, so they'll have to kind of reload it. But, but are they on track? Do you like the style that they play? What do you see? It's been a great year so far. You know, no one expected them, you know, to, to win as many games that, as they have won. No one expected them to compete against some of the better teams in, in the Big Ten. You know, you go in into Ann Arbor, you knock off Michigan. Uh, you play Michigan State right down to the last possession. You knock off a Rutgers team, you know, that, like you mentioned, the team was depleted. So Ben Johnson and his staff, those guys have done a very good job uh, elevate, uh, elevating this team play to where they're competitive on most nights. Okay, so if you're sitting where they are right now, you got three, four freshmen coming in next year, uh, and the, and the Big Ten is kind of a marquee conference because they, they they've got the Big Ten network and they got national TV. Would would you sit and go, hey, enough with the freshmen? Let's find out what's let's get this transfer portal thing going, and, and, and let's find some juniors and seniors and grad transfers that are playing down there at uh, you know Georgia Southern and and uh, uh, Texas Corpus Christi, you know that, that that star that's down there that could, could come up and give us some minutes, or that 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 twenty three year old that's six nine and two forty. What direction would you go with the program? You know, right at this stage, nothing is off the table. If I believe I have freshmen right now who are good enough coming in next year, they can play significant minutes and make a huge impact. You know, at the Big Ten level, we could go that way. If I evaluate these guys, you know, after the season is over, and I think that we need to make a change and look at some veteran guys. So right now I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at every situation that I can find to find a way to make my team better. I was talking to a coach the other day, and he said, you know, it takes these kids because they're so technological, you know, they've grown up with it. Uh, that, that kid that's a shooter for, uh, you know, Florida International, he can figure out what teams need him 
in in about 30 minutes, you know, because all you got to do is plug in the video clips and see, you know, who has a need for it, who, who has bad three-point percentages, all those things. Uh, so, so you're going to get some play there where kids are selling themselves. When, when you were recruited, uh, I'm trying to think, of, you know, Terry Kunze and the group that looked at you, I mean, I mean, they basically, they, they, they had to come and see you in the high school or where, at, at a summer camp, or where would they see you to, to, to evaluate you? You know, you know, back then, Mike, you know, there were no rules. And, you know, guys could recruit you 24-7, seven days a week, mm-hmm. 365 days a year. Yep. And, and if you were considered to be a Division One prospect, you know, the assistant coaches, they lived out in front of your house. And you knew who they were because they all had, you know, rent, rent, they had all went out and rented Cadillacs from the rental car companies. So. Hmm. They were the only guys that was driving Cadillacs at that time. <laughs> so you, you, it was easy to see if they were a college coach out there, huh? So, but, but right. how did how did they? Were there evaluations? You know, I mean, they didn't even videotape then, even for crying out loud. Would it be based? Would they have to go see you play a high school game? Would, would they look at you at a camp? Could they work you out on their own? Could they say, "Hey, come down to the gym, and I want to see what you got"? How how would they go about that? Well, you know, coming to watch you in in high school games, evaluate you doing summer camps, summer clinics. So back then, a lot of you know assistant coaches spent a, a ton of time on the road, and, and 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 that was the only way that you were you were able to come out and see a player because, like you said, you know so many things now electronic where you know coaches can can watch players here and there and do this and do that, but at, but at this stage where we are right now, it, it's that it's great that coaches don't have to travel as much to see players, but when I was when I was coming up. Mike, you know, coaches spend a ton of time on the road watching players. And, you know, I would imagine, you know, they all got sizzle reels now. Kids, once they get to be about a sophomore, they've got enough plays that they can put together a pretty good reel. I'd love to have seen your sizzle reel if you had one back in the day, Trent, because i got to believe you're out there at around half court. Or because you were tall, did you have to play underneath a little bit? No, you know, I knew that I wasn't going to grow to be, you know, 6'10 or 6'11. So even though at times I may have been the tallest guy on my team, you know, growing up as a as a middle school kid or first year in high school, I always worked on my guard skills because I I just I knew I wasn't going to be, you know, the size of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and that if I was going to have the chance to play high level basketball after high school, it would have to be at the guard position. Last question: uh, Ohio State tomorrow, fifty years ago last night, the the famous fight at Williams Arena uh, in 1972. That was well beyond before uh, you were recruited to the University of Minnesota, but it was it was a part of what evolved in, in, into the the Bill Musselman issues and problems, etc. Do do you remember any of that or that being a part? You know, the recruiting process. Did Minnesota have a bad name because of that and because of the Musselman stuff, or or, or, or had that been so far removed in the matter of a few years that that it didn't even register with you? It didn't even register, you know, and it was funny. My, my father-in-law, who was at that basketball game during that time, you know, he was, he spoke to me yesterday about the situation and the incident Did he? that took place. Yeah, and so, and, um, but, you know, my, my recruiting trip weekend uh, in October 1977 was a, you know, was a, was a great recruiting trip weekend, you know, because a kid growing up in Michigan – you know, you always root for the Michigan Wolverines football team. Yeah. And that weekend, the University of Michigan was playing Minnesota, and the University of Michigan at that time was ranked number one in the country. You were at that game? And I was at that game. That was my recruiting trip weekend. 
The, the day the Gophers shut out the number one team in the country? I was at that game. I was at the, that was my recruiting trip weekend. And when I, you know, after the weekend was over and, and I saw Minnesota knock off the number one team in the country led by Rick Leach, I said, you know what? You know, this may not be a bad place to go to school at. And, and, and the coach at Michigan at the time was who, Orr? Uh, Johnny Orr was the coach at, at Michigan. Bill Frieder, the assistant, or what? It was the head coach of football, huh? Bill Frieder, the assistant? Yeah, Bill Frieder uh, coached my brothers in high school. So I, wow. I, I knew him. And you still said no. Very, very young. And, you know, Minnesota was, you know, when I grew up in Michigan, you know, I wasn't really heavily recruited by Michigan or Michigan State until the end. Uh, once Michigan once, once Magic McGee. said, go get that guy, man. Yeah, you know, Michigan had Mike McGee who played my position, and at that time he was the Big Ten freshman of the year. Okay. And and Johnny Orr said, I'd love to have you. Now, if you want to come in and fight and fight for minutes against Mike McGee, believe me, if you want to accept the scholarship, we're not going to turn you down. Yep. But I'm just telling you what you're up against, huh? Yeah, and Michigan State was looking at two other guys, and they had me third. Okay. Behind a guy from Detroit and a guy from Pontiac, Michigan. And they had me third. So we all went to play in a high school tournament up in Ohio. And we had a Michigan All-Star team, and, and they came. They came down to watch the guy who they had ranked number one. And after that tournament, I get back to Flint. My phone is buzzing. It's the assistant coach from Michigan State. He was saying that we would like to to come to Flint and, and visit with you and your family ASAP. I was like, okay, well, why? He said, well, after this weekend, we think that you are the number one prospect in the state of Michigan. You could have played by with that, Magic? I could have. But that, by that, by that, by that time, Mike, I had already committed to Jim Dutch in the University okay. of Minnesota. Okay, and the yeah. rest is history, as they say, the lottery yeah. pick Tucker. Hey, Trent, thank yeah. you so much. Always good to visit with you, my friend. I hope I see you out at the health club soon. Okay, anytime, Mike. You bet. Trent Tucker, nice enough to join us. A News Talk 830 WCCR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 